Welcome to episode 11 of the Wins and Losses podcast. It's also a, somewhat of a New Year's episode, I guess, in a way. Um, so uh, lots to talk about here. We have the Fantasy Football Finals. We have Clown of the Year, not Clown of the Week. That's pretty exciting. Who are the biggest frauds in the NFL and a lot more. So let's get right to it. What did you guys think of last week in the NFL? What was your guys' biggest takeaways? <clears throat> well, Caleb, you, that kind of sounded like you were going to go. Yeah. You just clear your throat just because, or did you have something to say? I had something in my throat, but, you know, I'll save something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think last week we realized that, you know, that the Ravens actually are for real because against one of the best rushing defenses in the league, we put, we had how many yards rushing, Aiden? I can't remember. Two hundred. We had one hundred ninety, like hundred in the first half. Exactly. That was and that and they only let around one hundred point one, one hundred and one per game usually. So that's their average. So I think that shows that the Ravens are good. Yeah, I, I'd hope the team that was fourteen and two last year would make the playoffs and be a good rushing team again. I'd hope that would happen. <laughs> Um, Jack, what do you think about Washington football team and the whole Dwayne Haskins thing? You know, the the game was kind of disappointing. I really thought the Panthers were not that good. I thought we were going to win that. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about the backup. I think it'll be cool to see him play next week. But I'm kind of I'm kind of happy to see Haskins gone because he wasn't good. But I'm also kind of sad because, like, that was just a waste of a draft pick. And, like, right. I feel like he had potential and – yeah, it's kind of sad, but yeah. Just yeah, like, I mean, Alex Smith might play actually. You know, they sent out a news report just a couple minutes ago. Who? Bleacher Report. Who's the reporter? Let me check. It usually says via somebody. Yeah. Um, Brian Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport. There we go. Okay. Um, Andrew, what do you think about the Saints? Um, it was really good. I really liked that game. Well, obviously, I'm going to talk about Kamara's mm-hmm. performance later, but yeah, um, just that uh, it feels good to knock the Vikings out of the playoffs picture because of what they've done to us in the past. Um, the defense kind of crapped their pants, but that's okay. We still won. We still put up 52 points. So. Yeah. yeah. Kamara's really good. His back must be hurting so much by carrying that off. But he's so good. And that Vikings, yeah. that Vikings defense needs big changes. They need That's scary defense. I mean, to be fair, they, this I mean, they've lost a ton of players, but I mean, I don't know why the NFL would schedule Kirk Cousins on Christmas Day. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. Why they have the guy who's known for choking in prime time play Christmas Day. They scored 33 points. That's not bad. Yeah, we didn't expect them to score 50 points on them now. No. Yeah. That, was, that that time was a defense. Uh, you know, I was actually thinking about this the other day, about the Cousins thing. Not every loss is like his fault. If you look at a lot of the losses. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like his defense. He's not a bad quarterback. What? He's not a bad quarterback. He's a top yeah. 13 quarterback. Yeah, top 15. Yeah. yeah. If he was on the Washington, he gets too much hate. Team. If he was on the Washington yeah. football team, they'd be ten and seven. But, yeah. 
Eleven and five. Yeah, Definitely they decided to franchise. The Washington football team decided to franchise tag him for like five years in a row. So it was two he years just left. In a row. It was too long for him being the starting quarterback. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, well, I guess I'll talk about what I think about my Seahawks. Uh, the defense is good now, but Russell Wilson sucks. So that's nice. Um, I really hope he can play. I mean, you know, quite a difference from how it was in the beginning of the year. He went from playing like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time through five weeks to playing like Seneca Wallace. So he better improve because I, you know, they did score 20 points on this Rams defense, you know, but the defense won them this game. This offense seems to get back normal. Michael, I mean, Michael, what do you think about um, Jamal Adams saying that they have the best defense in the league? I was going to say yeah. that to you. Okay. Well, I think we have a top five defense in the league. I don't think we're going I was, that is not that top, is kind of a that's cap. Top eight. Cop, top, top eight, eight. I can agree with that. I can agree with top eight. Top eight. But yeah, Jamal Adams is kind of on something when he's saying when he said that. I don't really know. I know. I, oh, mean, I don't think he's he's on. I just think he's he's finally winning. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, I understand he's like supporting his team and like he can't just like badmouth his team. He's like, yeah. well, I think we're a top five. Like, like. Yeah, I understand that, but like he could have just said nothing. Like he didn't. Just, he had to say that, which is like pretty weird. But yeah. Yeah, we're a top eight defense. The improvement we've made since you know we allowed Cam Newton to throw for four hundred yards in week two, and now we're holding offensives to like under twenty points the last five weeks or so. It's been quite an improvement. And I don't care if it's been against the Jets. You know, we let Ryan Fitzpatrick throw for 300 against us. So this improvement. So against anybody. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you see what the Jets are doing now. We beat them 40 to three. I mean, the Jets just beat two playoff teams. So whatever. Um, speaking of Ryan Fitzpatrick, that play he made. Elite. Elite. It was crazy. Fitzmagic. If. Especially since it was like the, with the face mask too. If it was Mahomes or or Aaron Rodgers who did that, they would stop the game and give him a trophy right there. For yeah, they'd retire his jersey right there on the field, and then they would like give him the Lombardi right there on the field just for fun. Yeah, because it's them. Now, also, congratulations to the Ravens. Um, it looks like they'll be making the playoffs now, barring. Amen. Against the Bengals, like they did a couple years ago. Don't I, I swear to God, I have PTSD <laughs> looking at that. Yeah. The Bengals are genuine. kind of here. Sorry, I'm scared. They could do it. They've turned it on these last few weeks. So. <laughs> I'm scared. That's a scary thing. Like they just beat the Steelers. Ryan, Ryan. what's this? Ryan Finley? No, last week they had Brandon Allen starting oh, against okay, the Texans. Okay. So. I don't know. I, I still think the Ravens are going to win it. Then they're going to get smacked around by the Bills, I think. But um, congrats to them, I guess. Well, let's get to our fantasy football league. Can I get a score update, please? Uh, 149.6. I have 149.6. And Andrew has 149.1. Ooh, so it's close. It's a really close game. It's going to come down to here. Um, what do you guys, how do you guys feel? Stephon um, Diggs bailed Andrew out. Yeah, he really did. He really did, dude. Yeah, Derek Henry and Nick Chubb killed, just 
killed. Same with Mahomes. Mahomes didn't even break 20 points on the worst secondary in the NFL. So that's pretty uh, embarrassing for him. Um, but now I'm kind of stuck because Mahomes isn't starting next week and I, Josh Allen probably won't either, right? He will. They might be playing for seeding. I think they will. Because well, the, the Steelers are Steelers, resting. Yeah. Exactly. So if the Steelers are resting, why wouldn't the Bills rest? Because they have the same starters. Because yeah. if they do, I then why. I don't have a quarterback. Then I need it. I mean, yeah. I have time, but yeah. Aiden, you seem confident. I'm pretty confident. Um, you know, my players have some good matchups for next week. David Montgomery. Um, Lamar plays in Bengals. What? Whose bunk bed is that? That is my bunk bed, actually. You sleep in a bunk bed? No, not anymore. I used to. But I'm at the beach, actually. I'm not um, at my home. Oh. Okay. So. All right. Anyway, I'm, I'm confident though. I'm pretty uh, confident. Confident. Um, well, Kelsey. Oh, he's gonna be benched. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill someone. I might just kill someone. Um, Wait, why? Can I get a score? Kelsey's update? gonna be benched. Oh, oh. Okay. Can I get a score update for me and Jack's game? I don't have that. It's a hundred to twenty. It's, pretty it's like, much. Yeah, we don't need an update. So <laughs> Jack can't even tank great. Right? Kamara tripled uh, Michael's team's whole score, basically. Yeah, my better than Cam Newton lineup. uh, I mean, my better than Chris Carson lineup of Cam (laughs) Newton, James White, and Benny Snell didn't do so good. So, yeah. Yeah. Benny Snell didn't even get – Benny Snell had zero yards. Well, James Conner just came back, so that makes sense. He had zero yards on six attempts, Andrew. Come on. Oh. That's kind of sad. Um, <laughs> nope. So I'm, Caleb looks like he's choked away the first overall job. Caleb, it's, it's not writing a self congratulatory letter to himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how this happened. So, Cam Cam Akers had zero points. DeAndre Swift had play. nine points. He didn't play? No, idiot. Well, that's why I started him. Cam Akers is out. Oh, see, that's why I started him. Caleb doing Caleb things. But Mike Evans had 40 points, and Brady had 30. Like, he wasn't supposed to do this well. I mean, I know he's We can can get into the Buccaneers later. But, um... Right now, um, we're having a very special segment. Instead of Clown of the Week, it's Clown of the Year. Um, Aiden, you can start with your Clown of the Year nominees and at the end. Uh, so I have two Clown of the Year hold nominees. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I get, how, wait, how are we going to vote on who wins? I guess we can do I don't, We have everybody five, gets, so every, we'll vote. Everybody, everybody everyone gets, gets a vote. Okay, yeah, everybody gets, gets a vote. vote. Everybody gets a vote, and they do their one, two, and three. And the one gets three points. No, no, no. Everyone gets a vote. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is kidding. Each person person picks one of their best and that we vote for. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, okay. So. Can I go? Yeah. Okay, so my two are Steve Saunders, the person responsible for the Baltimore outbreak for COVID. And my second one. Outbreak in Baltimore? Yes. 
Shut up. And my second one is the high school football kid who absolutely steamrolled a referee that made a call. He didn't. All right, I don't care. And he forced the senior to be kicked out of the playoffs. So. All right. Andrew, who are your nominees? Um, I have Dwayne Wade because of the dunk contest. Um, Obviously, it was pretty rigged because Aaron, uh, what's his name? Aaron Aaron Gordon. Gordon. Aaron Gordon jumped over 7-5 Taco Fall, and and he got a 47 out of 50. So, yeah, that was pretty clearly uh, rigged. Um, And then Rudy Gobert, because of the whole COVID thing where he, like, rubbed his hands all over this stuff because he was, like, joking around about COVID, but then he actually had it. And so, (laughs) yeah, it was pretty funny. But, yeah, yeah, that's pretty clown. That's clown-like behavior from Rudy Gobert. Circus-like behavior. Uh, Brian, who are yours? First pick, I have to be PG 13%. Um, talked a lot of, talked a lot of, talked a lot of big talk about how the, how it was a championship or bust season. Went bust, then said it was never a championship and bust season. Um, he was really just trashed throughout the whole playoffs. Probably the worst playoffs playoff ever for someone of his stature someone who was expected to do as well as him so that was really disappointing coming for him so and my second would be Nick Bosa um, he cried during the Super Bowl after the loss then he also tore his ACL kind of wait how is this a cloud <laughs> yeah <how is> <laughs> That was cold, Brian. <laughs> wow. It sounded, better. it sounded better in my head. I hope so. Caleb, if the Ravens got to the Super Bowl and lost, would you cry? <laughs> yes, I would yes, cry. I yes, would. Okay. exactly. Exactly. 100%. Well, then I'm going to have to worry about that. Um, Jack, who's your nominee? Thanks. All right. Uh, my honorable mention is Malik Beasley. From <laughs> if, if you know what he's doing, you know what he's doing. Uh, he broke up with his wife to go out with a married woman twice his age. Um, that's kind of clownish behavior. But my real nominee is, is Caleb because, um, well, he just he just said something stupid for crying in the Super Bowl. <laughs> there's, there's strike one. And then um, he also made a lot of stupid picks because he was feeling dangerous, and that's why he's way behind in the weekly pick count. And he doesn't even know how to tank his fantasy team correctly. He wrote himself he wrote himself a letter of congratulations, and now he's gonna win the game and lose the first pick. So that's pretty bad. So my clown's Caleb. All right. Now my clown of the year nominees have a specific theme to them. They're all um, private club themed. If you know what I mean, guys. Um, uh-huh. Our first nominee is. Um, Someone who lives in the great state of Texas, Mr. James Harden. He is an epic party goer, but seems to be the problem on the Rockets. Um, it's rumored he would go, go travel to Vegas on off days and go to clubs during the season. And he was at clubs in Atlanta during Rockets training camp and said he was training there. Um, must have been some core workouts. Um, next up, we got Lemon Pepper Lou Williams. Um he left the bubble temporarily due to a family emergency and was spotted at a club, Magic City, during his absence. 
when asked about it, he said he was only there because of the wings. The wings there are actually good, though. That are named you know, after him. Yes, I do know, actually. I'm not been inside there, but my dad got me some. Can I add one more thing about why Caleb's the clown? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, he said Denny of DJ is going to be the next Russell Westbrook. I just, <laughs> just thought I'd add that. Sorry. And um, last but not least, we got um, former Washington football team player Dwayne Haskins. After a 20 Still a player, though, if you know what I mean. After a 20 to 15 loss against Seattle, which he was for most of the game until the last three drives. Um, he was seen at a club maskless violating COVID protocols on a team with a coach who just struggled with cancer. There we go. So um, my best nominee is going to be Lemon Pepper Lou. So, um, okay. Okay, well, if you want to go, we'll just go like backwards. Um, oh, voting? Yeah, just vote. No, vote on whoever. Pick one of What's your, your two. Top one. Um, I'm going to pick um PG because I'm not going to pick him close. So. Okay, I'll go uh Dwayne Wade. Aiden. Um, the high school football kid. All right, Jack. Obviously, um, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. So um, I guess we're gonna do a ranked um finish. Whoever is first gets. So everybody give your top three in order. Um, the candidates at first will get three points. Second will get... No, no, no. Everyone just vote, and we'll have okay, from okay, the okay. five. Everyone just do one vote. Okay, okay. So mine is Lou Williams. Uh, mine is Caleb. <laughs> I'm going to pick Caleb as well. Okay, Caleb. Yeah, mine's, mine's Caleb. Okay, Caleb. Almost anonymous. Mine is Archie. no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so, no, no, no. Unanimous. The um overall okay. favorite for um clown of the year is Caleb. So congratulations, Caleb, for being clown of the year. Yeah, well Caleb. All right. So let's get to some more clowns. Um that has to do with our debate. Andrew, what's the debate for this week? Um, yeah, so this week. Our debate is who is the biggest fraud in the NFL. Um, I'm the moderator, um, the Buccaneers, uh, Michael, Aiden is the Cardinals, Caleb is the Steelers, and Jack is the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Can I start? Okay. Yeah, go um, ahead. Here we go. All right. What did you say? This will be fun. I could have picked the Ravens. I didn't. But, Thank you. Um, for starters, fraud doesn't mean this team is bad just means they're overhyped and they won't go far into the playoffs. So let's start with this. Against non-playoff teams, the Buccaneers are 9-0. That's what a good team should do, right? But against teams in the playoffs, however, the Bucs are a measly 1-5. And a lot of these struggles can be um, are caused by their quarterback, who's massively overhyped this year. Um, against non-playoff teams, their quarterback, Tom Brady, has a passer has a I mean a completion percentage of sixty nine point five percent pretty good. He also nice. has six to two touchdown to interception ratio and a one hundred seventeen point eight passer rating against not I mean against playoff teams. However, um, Brady has a sixty point six completion percentage 
And he also has a 10 to 9 touchdown to interception ratio and a 76.5 passer rating. The offense completely crumbles against good teams, and this can be attributed to a good pass rush. Um, the Saints, twice, the Bears, the Rams, and the Chiefs all have a productive pass rush. And if that non-athletic statue in the pocket for the Buccaneers get, gets pressured, the whole offense will crumble and affect the team. So Brady and the Bucks won't get to play a Lions team without their whole coaching staff or the Falcons in the playoffs. They're going to have to play good teams to whom they've struggled with. The Saints, Packers, Seahawks, Washington football team, Rams, Bears, and Cardinals all have good pass rushes that will click at any given moment and will be something that they will struggle with and lose because of, and therefore they are frauds. Oh, very good, Michael. All right, moving on. Well, Brady also is the biggest fraud in NFL history. Somebody mute him. Aiden, <laughs> go ahead. Aiden, go. Right, thank you, Jack. Thank you. All right, so I believe that the Cardinals are the biggest frauds in NFL. After starting 6-3, they have fallen to 8-7 and seven after losing to Seattle, the Rams, the Patriots, and the 49ers. And they're now on the outside of the playoff picture. Kyler hasn't been performing as well as he did in the beginning of the season. And we need a big game this week to have a chance of getting to the playoffs. He went from being an MVP candidate to an above to slightly above average quarterback. I personally believe Lamar is better, but that's a topic for another day. The Cardinals had big expectations coming into the year after trading for DeAndre Hopkins, but aren't performing to those expectations. Their offense ranks 15th in pass yards, 20th in third down conversions, 19th in interceptions, and 26th in total turnovers. As for the defense, they're ranked 16th total def defense in the league, 17th in pass CDs allowed, 23rd in rushing yards allowed, the 29th scoring defense, 21st in turnovers forced, and 16th in points allowed. They also have the 23rd hardest schedule, so you would think they'd be better than eight and seven. They're, in my opinion, just an average team with a pretty good offense and not a very good defense. Kingsbury also isn't a good head coach and wasn't last year, even though people were obsessed with him. And But it's just coming out this year how bad he is. And in my eyes, he isn't a good coach at all. Now, here we go. I also think that the NFC West is overrated as a whole. You could consider them all frauds. The Seahawks defense is, is good, and they, 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 they weren't good, but they're getting better. The Rams offense is pretty one-dimensional. If you stop the run, you can win the game. And the Cardinals have a weaker run game and an average defense. But I think the only legit team in the NFC West is the Seahawks. So back to my subject. If the Cardinals get into playoffs, I firmly believe that they will not do damage because they're just an average team with DeAndre Hopkins. May I ha add in that the AFC North has the worst 11 and 0? Just want to add that in. That is true. Yeah, I agree with that. Browns who lost to the Jets. Caleb will get to that. You're, you're making right, Caleb's Caleb, argument, Michael. Caleb, go. Caleb, thank you. I appreciate now. that. Love you, Caleb. I love you too, Michael. All right. I'll keep the lovey lovey for later. I'm here to elaborate on why the Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst frauds in the NFL this season. And it all comes back to their record. They started the season 11-0. and 0. And while that is good or not, it's always important to win games. If you look at the way they won games, it wasn't consistent. Oftentimes, they were 
they were very close wins and wins that they wouldn't have won if not for their defense. Their offense has been, quite frankly, horrible this, this season. They have the seventh least amount of first downs this season. They have the second most punts per game this season, ranked only behind the Jets. And while you may not have, based on a statistic using, what's the word? Using their, what's the word? Uh, Average opponent rank over the base of their season. For example, let's say if a team that was projected to do well this season did worse than expected. The Steelers actually had the second easiest second easiest schedule in the entire NFL, only 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 harder than the Browns. So that also shows that their eleven and zero season was actually aided by easy team. And now we, and in the past three, in the past four games, we've seen that they really weren't all that because. When their defense doesn't play well, their offense is quite frankly horrible to watch. The only reason they were able to score so many points was because their defense was bailing them out with short fields using through interceptions and forced fumbles. And Ben, Big Ben, can't force the ball like he used to anymore, which allows for um, teams to play their linebackers close to the line of scrimmage because all he does is, pull, is play short passes, only throws the ball short distances. <laughs> and the rushing offense has, as of late, just been non-existent, showing that, and as we talked about earlier this season, a team needs a balanced offense, both on passing and rushing, to be able to succeed. And once they get to the playoffs, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers can't, won't be able to survive there because of their morbid offensive statistics and their tired defense. Thank you. Okay, good argument, Caleb. Moving on to Jack and the Chiefs. Okay, so before I start, I'd like to say that y'all have argued for 8-win, 10-win, and 11-win teams. I'm arguing for a 14-win team, so it's a little bit different. Well, you could have picked someone else. You're right. I'd like to say that they're frauds by different standards, though. They're not frauds by like. Okay, let's stuff, hear it. Let's hear it. It's just that they're overrated. Let's get to the point. All right. So the Chiefs went to overtime with the Chargers. They should have lost to the Saints, and they had a two-point game against the five and ten Panthers. They lost to the Raiders once, and they almost lost twice. And last week, they almost lost to the Falcons on a missed field goal to send it to overtime. So. They've had the 18th strength of schedule, so that's also – so if they had, like, some of these games were against better teams, they would have lost them anyway. So Mahomes has had 16 dropped interceptions. Thanks for that stat, Michael. It's, it's a pretty good one. And the teams have had no seven problem, fumbles brother. that they recovered for themselves. So that's 13 missed turnovers for the other team that any one of those could have changed the course of some of their games this season. That's like – a turnover and a half a game that the Chiefs got lucky and missed out on. So when I say that the Chiefs are a fraud, I don't mean that they don't deserve to be in the playoffs or anything crazy. I just think that they're overrated and that everyone is looking around and asking what team is capable of beating the Chiefs. And I think that, like, there's a lot of teams that are capable of beating the Chiefs. It's like everyone thinks that, like, just one team has, like, a chance against the Chiefs. But really, a lot of teams could beat the Chiefs. And I think that they deserve to be the Super Bowl favorites. 
but everyone's acting like they're unbeatable and that's like clearly not the case like i can see them inevitable so like the seahawks or the packers or the bills all have like very good chances to beat the chiefs (laughs) if they have if they put a good game together not their rankings they're pretty bad yeah but thank you jack i really appreciate that you're welcome. Hmm. Only if the Seahawks are able to put the offense and the defense together where they're good in the Which same Which is what game. I want to do, but we can't because Russell sucks. Okay, Michael. Okay. Is, all right. So can I, can I add something to my argument? <sighs> I want to. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I won't. Never mind. No, do it. Okay. Well, no, I just want to point listen. out that, that the Let Buccaneers go. couldn't win a division with Noodle on Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. On that, that and got absolutely embarrassed by them on national television twice. Okay. I want to argue, uh, Michaels. Okay, Aiden, you can go. No, I won't. It's okay. I won't. No, no you say? can go, Aiden. All right. Okay. So Tom Brady in the postseason is different. He's thirty and ten. He ranks first in postseason passing yards, first in postseason touchdowns, and first. And I, can I ask you how can many games have, how many games has he played in? Of course, those are going to run. Can I say something also? James Winston led. James Winston led the league in passing yards last year. Was he a good quarterback? Yeah, no. Plus, Blake Bortles exactly. better career um, career QBR in the playoffs. Wait, let me get this. But he had no receivers. He had Randy Moss for like one year and Gronk. Three. So you think of what he can do with Evans, Godwin. Gronk and Antonio Brown. Not much. This is going to be the same deep and dunk crap that he does all the time. So he's different in the playoffs. There's a reason these receivers no, haven't fast. had. No, I got look at, look at God. Michael's, Michael, his argument sucks. I think he's Okay, do you want me to name all the games in the playoffs? Or no. The okay. Okay. We don't have time. No. No. Hold we can on. get into this. Billy Cundiff. <laughs> Billy Cundiff. Malcolm Butler, the tuck rule. Hold on, there's a whole video that I was watching. Of it. No, hold on, Michael, him. let me say something. He doesn't, hey. he's not hey, good. Michael, this isn't Michael. about Brady. This is about the Buccaneers. Yes. Okay, and the quarterback is the most important position in football. Michael, Tom Brady Michael. is going to get bailed out. He's won six Super Bowls. Down. He's won six Michael. Super Bowls. Michael. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate two people right now. Please be Michael. Jack and Caleb. Okay, I was going to say Are you more that happier that you're in, in, or are you upset that I'm still in? I'm happy well, I'm in, but I'm also upset no, that you're now you guys Tom Brady argue. is such a fraud. You guys are, like, so... God. But he's, no, he's won six Super Bowls. How is it a fraud if he wins six Super Bowls? It's not luck. Robert you have, you have, like no, you have to have somewhat skill to win a Super Bowl. What? You have to have skill to win a Super Bowl. It's not just luck. Yes, he's the top 30 quarterback of all time. Top 30? <laughs> Wait, is he joking? I'm confused. Top 15. Look, if you look at the number, he's not as skilled as other quarterbacks. Like, he is the most unathletic person on the football field every Sunday. Like, he's not athletic at all. Have you looked at the way he looked at the combine? Like, have you seen our dash? The dude looks like he learned how to run the first day. So, it's like, he's just, I mean, he was hidden in New England for all these years, and then he finally gets to Tampa Bay, and he gets exposed in games when he plays good teams. But no, which teams in the playoffs? The Patriots what? or the Bucks? Okay, and who has a, who are the Patriots missing? Uh, see, Patrick Strong. Shut up. Please shut up. Who are their receivers this year? <laughs> Tell me who their receivers are. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil uh, Harry is injured. Demir Bird. Demir Bird. He hasn't had good receivers his whole career. 
Okay, here. He's had Randy gonna... Moss for like one year, and then that's it. Russ Walker and Julian Edelman. Dude, you're really getting on my nerves right now. Danny Amendola. Okay, yeah, his he's, receivers. He's booty that doesn't matter. His receivers last year, Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Philip Dorsett, Mohamed Sanu, Josh Gordon. Um, there's that. And are, are any of those good? Here are their receivers yeah, this just... year. Well, it's way better than what they have this year. This year, their leading receivers are – ooh, that's a good one. Um, so, Nikhil Harry's only played eight games because you said some reason he's best player of all time. Julian – I never said Nikhil Harry's Six a games. Jacoby Myers is their leading – yeah, Jacoby Myers is – He hasn't had good receivers his whole career. Their mm-hmm. fullback is their leading running back. They've never had good receivers. Can you just – dude <laughs> – have you not looked at every Tom Brady? You... No, listen. I will agree with Michael that a lot of things happen that happened in the Super Bowl were out of his hands, including yes, the Malcolm like Butler so much, interception. But so he still much has to have someone skill to get there. And you want to yes, say, oh, but like he, those Super Bowls could be interchangeable, like with a loss, like very easily, like one one play decided it. Plus, he cheated a year. Okay, so. right, that's so true. You guys wanted to talk about. You know, who's left? Okay, I can also tell you who's left. Um, so that dominant Patriots defense from last year. Jamie Collins. I'm not talking about a defense. Kyle, the offense. Kyle Van Noy, Patrick Chung. They're all gone. They're all starters. They're all gone. All right, so, all right. Okay, I'm going to have to last cut year, this. The, the Patriots, this last year, the Patriots won games where the offense scored nine points. So I don't want to hear about Tom Brady left, so the Patriots are bad now. No, it's because everybody who was – What does this have to do – what does the Patriots scoring nine points last year have to do with the Buccaneers being frauds? Stay on topic, please. God bless. Okay, I'm going to make a a decision. I'm going to make a decision now. Tom Brady sucks! No, he doesn't. I'm making a decision. A lot of people suck. Me and Khalifa suck. (laughs) What what are you – Caleb literally – Michael, these Buccaneers, they're one in five against teams in the playoffs and nine and no against teams not in the playoffs. They're not going to play non playoff teams. All right. right. What's happened when they've played? They've lost. He's going insane. Based off of your arguments. Congrats, Aiden. I'm going, no, it's Michael. What? That's it's BS. Clearly Michael. Michael got a, had a lot of stats that were very well, mm, right. influential towards my decision. Aiden, even if I was going to pick off a bias, I would have picked the Buccaneers because the Cardinals' defense is pretty good. So Yeah, they're average. I just want to make a average. average. Tom Brady's completion percentage average. goes down 9 no, percent against playoff teams. That's dead that's, average. That's, who cares about the rank, dude? The freaking the Vikings are the, over. are the like fifth ranked offense in the league, dude. That's just not correct at all. So all that right. doesn't count. That's not fair. All right. Yeah. That's move on. Tom Brady gets exposed, and Jack, I hope who's your quarterback? I hope Tom. Thank you. My I hope he plays the Washington football team in the playoffs. I hope the Washington football team get in there. Someone mute him. Because Tom Brady, <laughs> no, I'm the host. I'm the host. Tom We're Brady all gonna leave if you don't stop Chase talking. Young and Jonathan Allen. Everybody leave. No, uh, go, Jack. My fantasy <laughs> quarterback start of the week is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun has been having a great season despite the garbage team that Houston has put around him. Um, he's playing Tennessee this week, who has one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and Deshaun had one of his best performances of the season. 
in their matchup in week six. He threw for like four touchdowns and like 320 yards. So I think he's going to do something like that again. So he's my pick this week. Thank you for being quiet at the end, guys. My pick this week actually does help from Tennessee North. It is Dalvin Cook. I thought you weren't allowed to That's a big Dalvin. surprise. Didn't on the document like there's no Dalvin Cook, right? Exactly. That was that, that was me. I was the joke. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I thought Michael sounded like a joke. Oh, okay. Oh my god. I'm so anyway, go. Yeah, I'm picking uh, what's his face? Dalvin Cook because the Lions have been one of the worst rushing defenses this year, and Dalvin Cook has been utterly amazing this year. So I expect him to have an amazing game. You know, he might just win your fantasy championship. Trust him on this. Trust me on this one. Thank you, Caleb. Okay, uh, my wide receiver I'll be is a- Cook. my wide receiver is AJ Brown. Um, he's playing the atrocious four and eleven Texans defense, combined with Ryan Tannehill having an MVP caliber year. Yeah, I said it. And AJ Brown's raw athleticism and beautiful route running. Okay. What? I actually okay. agree with that. I think Tannehill is having a very underrated season. Yes. He's having a good and, season, but I mean, there's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron, Aaron okay. Rodgers. And I will connect, and they will connect for a big game and possibly big enough for you to win your fantasy finals. And yeah. And also, yeah, Tannehill is um, very good. And um, we'll, we'll talk about that later, though. We can just talk about that later. Okay, go ahead, uh, Aiden. All right, so my tight end of the week is Mark Andrews. Andrews is coming off a big week with six catches for 76 yards against the Giants on Sunday. He is facing off against a Bengals secondary that ranks 28th against tight ends, allowing 64 yards per game to tight ends. I think Lamar looks to Andrews many times this week in a winning in scenario for Baltimore. All right. The negative defense. Obviously, my defense, the curse lived on last week. I This week, it won't happen because the Ravens are playing the Bengals, and the Bengals are on like a four-string quarterback or something, Brandon Allen. Lose. I don't know. The Ravens are playing the Bengals, and the Bengals' offense, I mean, these are just a bunch of washed-up guys. Samaj P. Ryan, you know, it's A.J. Um, Green, um, the Ravens' defense – it's going to lead them to the playoffs. Weeks I'm scared. I'm scared. Bengals. And this isn't because I'm doing this so that the curse hits the Ravens. I'm doing it because I don't believe in this damn curse. It's just, you know, some bad coincidences. And all Wait, who did you pick last week? The Browns. The Browns. <laughs> I don't believe that. I picked the Rams the week before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> damn. All right, Mike, let's get to the review. Um, you mean the preview? So whatever it is, same thing. No P. College football like semi. The college football semis are on Friday. Uh, That's gonna be fun. Notre Dame's gonna get steamrolled. Yeah, because Brian Kelly crafts his pants in every big game. He's awful. Well, no, he's not. Uh, this kind of uh, Bama's too good, I think. So. Yeah, I think um, Notre Dame will get crushed too. Yeah, Notre Dame is is Ohio State, um, Clemson, 
I think Clemson's going to win that too. I don't think Justin Fields is that good. I think Justin Fields is a fraud alert. Um, I think Zach Wilson's the second best quarterback in the draft. Yeah. So the Saints better trade up to get a quarterback because it was Drew's last year too. You don't want. <laughs> they don't. They don't need a quarterback. They have Taysom. They're good. <laughs> they got White Lamar Jackson. Except shorter. He's got the fumbling issues with Daniel Jones. He has like and, and he's a lot slower. He's got like ten fumbles. Jason uh, can like truck people though, and that's pretty cool. Hopefully, he doesn't fumble while he tries to truck people. <laughs> You're not uh, wrong. Dustin Fields is a fraud. He is. I don't think he's that good. All right. So the preview. Let's do the preview. Preview. I I think um, Clemson will win. I think Clemson will win too. All right. I think they're going to yeah. be pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Alabama Clemson again. I like always. I don't think Justin Fields is that bad, but I feel like he has bad history considering the line of Ohio State quarterbacks with yeah. like Haskins and then who are the ones behind him? Like Cardale JT Jones. Barrett and Cardell Jones and Braxton Miller, and none of them turned out to be NFL guys even though they all look really good in college. So I feel like he might not be that good. Yeah. Um, I think they should expand the playoffs to 16 teams. I agree. That's not 100%. Eight. 16. No more whining. 16. Because you'll get teams like Lafayette and like Coastal. It's more fun. So you're never going to have teams like that in the playoffs of four teams or even eight, you know? 16. He's another team, yeah. Anyways, um, let's get to the Week 17 preview. All right, so the 4-11 and 11 Falcons travel to Tampa Bay where the frauds, frauds, frauds to take on the 10-5 Bucks. The Bucks are following a massacre in Detroit on Saturday afternoon, while the Falcons are following a very good game against Kansas City, which no one thought they would be in. But Young Waiku saw it at the end of the game. I have the Buccaneers. The frauds. Yeah. Andrew? Uh, uh, I have the Buccaneers. Um, I'll take the Falcons, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> the dumbness. I've got the Bucks. I got the Tampa Bay Fraudineers. Then why'd you pick them if they're such big frauds? Because yeah. they're playing the Falcons. You automatically defense. lose the debate for that. No, I don't. This debate happened by before. default. Because because it's a non-playoff team, so Tom Brady will look like. Oh my god! What do you mean? Oh my god! They picked the Falcons because, as Michael said, it's hard to beat a team twice. Except we did it because they suck. But yeah. Top Andrew. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay, uh, Caleb, go. Yeah, so at the 1 o'clock, we have the Baltimore Ravens, which are 10 and 5 at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, This looks to be an easy win for the Ravens, but history tells us Cursed. it's not always an easy win against the Bengals, especially considering of the rivalries. But I'm still taking the Ravens to win this because this has, if they win this, they're in the playoffs easily. So I'm taking the Ravens. I have the Ravens. 
Bengals. Ravens. Michael's going to pick the Bengals. Ravens. Oh, thank you, Michael. Andrew, you're a bitch. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, hey, that's a seven. That's one of the seven whoa. words. Whoa! <laughs> I'm okay. Bad boy, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Following that very crude comment, Caleb. Derogatory. Jeez. I'll go further. Grotesque. That very hurtful comment. At one o'clock, we have the six and nine Cowboys it's traveling to the boy. Big Apple <laughs> to play the five and ten Giants. <laughs> the big game for the Cowboys, as if they win. Uh, well, yeah. Wait, they will have to hope for a, a Washington loss. Yeah. No, a Washington loss. Yeah, they'll they'll root for the Eagles in that game. And if the if Washington loses the and the Cowboys win, they'll the Cowboys are gonna win the NFC East. So yeah, it's a big big playoff game for the Cowboys. Um, my pick is the Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. Caleb, you good, bud? I'm thinking. Someone go. I got the Giants. If the Giants win, are they in? The play yeah, and no, the Giants win lose. and the and the football team loses. Are they in? Yes, because no, they had the tiebreaker. Okay, okay. Oh, over the Cowboys. I am right. taking the Cowboys as my lock of the week. Oh, God. I've got the, the Cowboys. Wait, actually, I don't take the Cowboys as my lock of the week. I reneach that pick, but I take the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Okay. Who's next? Jack. Jack. Oh. Jack, sorry. So the twelve and three Packers travel to the Windy City to play the eight and seven Bears. Uh, this game has some pretty big playoff implications too, because if the Bears win, then they're in the playoffs, so they control their own destiny. But the Packers, um, I don't think they're going to rest their players because if they lose, there's a chance they could lose the one seed. So I think they're going to be out there, and it's always a good chance to play and beat your division rivals. So. The Packers are playing to lock up the one seed, and the Bears need to win if they want to stay in the playoffs. Um, my pick is the Packers. The Packers are my lock of the week. You just had a lock of the week. <laughs> I, I said what? that I reneged that pick. Oh, my God. All right. I'm, I'm going with the Bears. Smart. Bears all the way, baby. I need them to win. Why do you need them to win? If the if the Bears win and the Seahawks and we win, we the Saints get the one seed. And we're at a two seed, and we face John Wofford and Rams. Yeah, so I'm thinking the Bears. Michael, bear down, lock it a week. Whoa, huh? Isn't that that's already Bryant? No, if you pick a different team, it's fine. It's not. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so bear down, the Packers. Bear down. Wait, you want to say it ten more times? Bear down. All right, Mike, will go. It's your turn. That's so annoying. Big trust, really. Get out of here. Get, get out of here. Okay. So the Trevor Lawrence Jags can now win a game when they travel to Indianapolis to face the Colts. So honestly, the Jags can finally try to win a game. If they've locked up Trevor Lawrence, 
but the Colts need to win this game so they can get into the playoffs. So I think I'm going to take, uh, ooh, and the Jags beat the Colts first game of the season. So it's, it's what to point that out. But I'm going to take the Colts. Part I'm taking the Colts. The Colts. The Jags. You took the Jaguars? God. Are you on Caleb, weed? You're so special. This is why Caleb's the clown of the year. I got the Colts. I'm going to be right. You guys know this. Everyone Colts except for Caleb. Of course. The world. All right. Yeah, so let's get to our next game. All right. The 6-9 and Chargers travel to Arrowhead to take on the 14-1 and Chiefs. Kansas City just lock up the one seed in the AFC while L.A. is playing for fun. I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs. Wait, no. The Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Chiefs. Chargers are resting all their players, so. Oh, wait, no. Chiefs are. The Chiefs are. The Chiefs are. Now you can't change your pick, bro. Yes, I can. That's not Chargers fair. Are my no, you locked it in. Seven. You locked it in. Well, Brian's changed his pick like six times. It doesn't matter. He's special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chargers are my lock. It was just to piss all Cooper, off. Cooper Cup just got placed on the reserve COVID-19 list, by the way. So that could be big. Wait, he did? Yes. <laughs> I need to start him. I need to start in my league then. So, <laughs> only person who's distraught over Cooper Cup, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not distraught. I'm happy because now I can store him. And I won't take the COVID. Mm-hmm. That's so right. Come on. Andrew. That's insensitive, Caleb. Okay. Yeah. Next at one, there's a bunch of one games this week. At one o'clock, we have the 10 five. Wait, I just realized. The game, Jack, Jack's game, the Packers got moved to 425, right? Yes, it did for competitive reasons. Yeah, because all of them need to be at the same time because of, yes. like, yeah. Okay. Anyway, at 1 o'clock, we have the 10 and 5 Dolphins traveling to Buffalo to play the 12 and 3 Bills. Um, this is a must win for the Dolphins if they want to secure their playoff spot, while the Bills likely to bench starters and uh, to rest them for the postseason. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins, and they're actually my lock. Um, I want to take wait. the Bills for my lock. Um, I think I'll take the Fins. Fins up, baby. Does anyone know who's starting quarterback for the Dolphins? Yeah, Tua. no. Tua. Uh, Bills. But if Fitzpatrick gets back in? Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Is that picking the Dolphins? <laughs> yes, I'm picking the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't know what oh that was. <laughs> All right. Caleb. Uh, also at one o'clock you have the what's the word? Um the mini mm. the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Don't watch this game. It's gonna be boring. Both of these teams are out of the playoffs. But um, I'm going to take the Vikings in it. Take the Vikings. Uh, Vikings. Vikings. I'll take the Vikings. Whoops. Oh, just... where'd he go? <laughs> Jack went bye-bye. Okay, so our listeners, Jack just left. Uh, who did he take? I don't remember. The, 
Vikings, I think. Okay. Yeah, no, no, make, make him pick the the Lions because he left. Oh, right. oh never mind. Dude, I was doing the gritty and then you had to leave. Who did you pick? I picked the Vikings. Me? No, Jack. Oh. Like my phone died, so I'm on my iPad. I got the the Vikings. Okay. All right. Next. Jack. Wake up, buddy. All right, all right. The 11 and 4 Saints head to Carolina to play the former Saint Teddy Bridgewater and the 5 and 10 Panthers. So the Saints have clinched a playoff spot, but their seed could change if they lose or if another playoff team loses. So there's still stakes for them in this game. And um, that means they're still going to try, so I've got the Saints. I've got the Panthers. I have the Saints. I have the Saints. I have the Saints. Okay. I hope it's the Panthers, though. So I hope both the Panthers and the Bears win, even though I know that I one. I really think the Panthers will win this time. So, um, next up, Bob. The Jets travel to Foxborough to face the New England Patriots, who may look for a new QB this offseason. Um, I'll pick the Patriots. Seems like a no-brainer. Picking the Patriots. Picking the Jets. <laughs> Patriots. Uh, Patriots. Yeah. Caleb's no one else so picking the Jets. Caleb's been singled out like four times today already. I'm not surprised at all. Shut up, all right, so the 12 and 3 Steelers travel to Cleveland to take on the 10 and 5 Browns. Pittsburgh is coming off a huge comeback against Indy to take the AFC North, while Cleveland is following an absolute embarrassment after falling to the Jets. Pittsburgh is the current two seed in the AFC. Are they? No, I think they're the three seed now. No, they're the two seed over the Bills. Really? While Cleveland is the current seventh seed, but could fall out with a loss, I have the Browns. Since Mason Rudolph is starting, I have the Steelers. Uh, I don't want to pick a team, but I think. I'll oh pick my God! Browns. Just pick. It's not hard. Just make a pick. Okay, pick, I got pick. the Browns. Miles Garrett revenge game. What do you mean revenge? He was the <laughs> he was the one who got clobbered. Yeah, it should be Mason, Mason Rudolph. Hey, somebody got a, so, allegedly so he was called something. I don't know. Just like, yeah, he was. Mason, 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 Mason Rudolph called him. Mason, Mason Rudolph looks like the type two dude. So. Can right, you just say it? Yeah, just said the n word. What? I said name. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> a podcast. Did you say no one can tell Dude. what you look like. So all right, you're gonna have careful. to bleep both of those out. Dude. Brian. Okay. I'm kicking you out. Wait, Wait what are you I mean Michael. I mean He's Caleb. Should I kick him out? Yeah, mute him. Bye -bye, mute him indefinitely. Yeah. Mute him until it's his turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. So. All right, Who's next? Okay, I got everybody, the Browns. I got everybody, the Browns. Everybody picked the Browns. So. Yeah, Andrew. No, I picked the Steelers. I picked the Steelers. Okay, you picked the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, my the next game at one o'clock we have the ten Dude, and five Texans. What are you doing? I'm not gonna go in and bleep that out because it freezes my computer. <laughs> All right, let me, 
We'll talk about it later. Anything. We'll talk about it later. Uh, for the Maybe. viewers, Brian said that word, not anyone else. Yeah, he's allowed to. Six viewers. Right. But you're out of podcast with four white guys. You can... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Then all right. We have, at 1 o'clock, we have the 10 and 5 Texans. Titans, sorry. Traveling to Houston to play the 4 and 11 Texans. Um, an absolute must win for the Titans to secure the division title over the Colts while the Texans continue to lose game after game. Um, I'm picking the Titans. The Titans. Brian picks the Titans. No, Brian doesn't get to pick a team. Oh, <laughs> you suck, Brian. He picked he's the Texans anyway. He pick. No, he's not picking the rest. No, nah, Brian, one finger for the Titans, two fingers for the Texans. <laughs> Okay. No, he's not getting picks the rest of the show. I think he picked the Texans. He picked the Texans. He's not making any more picks. Uh, Give him the opposite of whatever else picks. Oh my God, get out! Uh, I'm picking the Texans. <laughs> Look what he's doing. Yeah, I can see. Okay. Bye, bye, Brian. All right, now it's Caleb's turn. So, dude. <laughs> okay, no. Hello, it's me. It. Wait, what? Can I talk? No, you yeah. can't. All right, I'll do this so, one. No, I got it. Right. So, um, what, what's this game? Is it the Cardinals game? No, it's the – see, I'm prepared. It was the – it's the Washington okay, game. Okay, so you almost said Redskins. So. I almost did. <laughs> he said it earlier, too. <laughs> you should probably I'm, bleep that out. On Sunday I don't remember saying that. On Sunday Night Football, the Washington football team travels to Philadelphia to place the Eagles. It's winning get in for the football team. So um, I've got the football team. I have the football I team. I have the football team. I pray. Brian. I have no. the football team. No. No. Brian okay. doesn't count. He's Next. suspended. Okay, Jack, what's your game? The Cardinals, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. Next, we got the eight and seven Cardinals. Who are heading to LA to play the quarterback one, Jared Goff, and the Rams, who are nine and six. So whoever wins this game is guaranteed a playoff spot. And I believe that the Rams have a chance. I think that the Rams might have a chance to get in. So if the Rams lose and the Chicago Bears lose, then the Rams are in too. Yeah. But if the Cardinals lose, then they're just out. So yeah. this game has um, is important for the playoffs. I think both teams are going to show up because they need to but I think the Rams are a better team so I got the Rams they have like a terrible quarterback viewers let us know if you like Caleb not talking maybe it'll be a permanent fixture <laughs> I so, have the Cardinals <laughs> got the, um, the Cardinals um, I am the Rams okay Brian doesn't count so okay so next up We've got the um, choking Raiders travel to Mile High Stadium to hopefully not become a member of a new club known as getting danced on by cocky locky Drew Locke. So um, uh, I've got the Raiders. I have the Raiders. <laughs> I have the Raiders too. Raiders. Right. I think Caleb <laughs> picked the Broncos though. We can let Brian pick the last one. Okay, Brian can pick one. He's unmuted. Just so he's not angry anymore. Okay, uh, I picked the Raiders. The Ravens? Raiders. Raiders. Not even the game. Mute him. I'm done. <laughs> All right. So the 11-4 Seahawks travel to Arizona 
to take on the 6-9 49ers. San Fran is coming off an unlikely win last week against the fraud Cardinals. And Seattle is coming off an NFC West clinching win. Seattle is a current three seed and still pushing for the two seed and potentially the one seed. San Francisco is already eliminated and is just playing for fun. I have the Seahawks. Uh, I have the Seahawks. Seahawks. That's it. We're done. I already picked the Seahawks. All right. Um, nope. I got the Niners. Niners oh, you do? Okay. That's the Niners. All right. So, um, in honor of the new year coming up, um, I think we should revisit some of our favorite sports moments from 2020. Um, Aiden, you can go first. Um, so, my first one is the Ravens-Browns Week 15 Monday night game. This, is, this was my opinion, the game of the year, because it went down to the absolute wire with high implications and lots of drama and scoring, including Lamar's case of diarrhea in the middle of the game. And my second one is, is the Chiefs' Super Bowl 54 comeback. It was just special to watch and incredible to see them make an amazing comeback in the most important game of the year. Um, okay. My first favorite sports moment of 2020 was just that we were able to have sports at all this year. I think that really helped a lot of people. You're such a thick uh, person. Was like, my heart. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, pretty much just all of sports. And then the second one is Kamara's sixth touchdown and record-tying performance. Um, obviously, it was it was the fourth-best fantasy performance of all time. And um, he had 170-something, I think 172 total yards with six rushing touchdowns, tying a 91-year-old record. So technically, he has the record for Super Bowl era. And, um, yeah, I was really – um, happy to see him go in for that six touchdown. I know it could have been seven if Sean Payton didn't put in Taysom, but I'm still very glad that he at least tied the record and that I don't think anybody is going to get near that in many years, for many years. So, yes, I was I liked that moment, that whole game pretty much. Everybody thinks Taysom Hill is a joke. Okay, 100%. we don't have to – this is supposed to be a nice segment, Michael. You don't have to make it's it a happy all, segment. Uh, Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Be nice. That was, that was super impressive. Okay. Um, okay. If if Mom. Henry's if Henry is in, I let Brian talk. We're saying if Derrick Henry's in the MVP conversation, Alvin Kamara should be. In. I agree. That's true. That is and Dalvin Cook true. for that fact. But Dalvin Cook isn't in the playoffs. Anyway, right, okay. shut up and shut up and talk. <laughs> That, that's like shut up and dribble. That's that's kind of that's Dude, not enough. No, just we're talk. Not getting... You're not a professional <laughs> talker. Though. Just be happy. Not, not even good at this. I, Brian I, should I, be cut from the pod. Okay, go. Okay, so my favorite sports moment from 2020 was the Clippers losing a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets and just them being partial for all because for the entire NBA season they've been talking a lot of trash and talking a lot of you know, saying that they were going to win, saying that they worked harder than the Lakers, saying that all of this, that they were the better team. And then for them just losing such a horrendous fashion to the Nuggets who no one even expected to win, it was really satisfying to see that happen. 
And I really also enjoyed that game against the Mavericks where they lost by 51 points. So, you know, that made me happy as well. Sounds like Caleb just doesn't like the Clippers, but okay. I hate the Clippers. I despise them. They were prancing around that and like won the championship before the year started. Any other any other moments you enjoyed? Um no. No. Yeah. And I'll sing the other one. Jack. Okay, my um my top one or my top two are probably got He's frozen. The DeAndre Hopkins helmet. I thought that was really cool because it was it was like a really good game, and then there was like a really crazy way for that to end. So I thought that was like probably like the best play of the NFL season. And uh, um, my favorite NFL game was the Washington football team upsetting the eleven and zero Steelers. That made me really happy, and that was probably my favorite moment. So yeah. Um, so, um, uh, I have a couple, actually, I have three. Um, so number one, the NBA bubble as a whole, the fact that the NBA season could finish last year and, um, you know, it was an exciting experience with the NBA back and stuff. And it was cool watching on Twitter on the at NBA bubble life, seeing what was going on inside the bubble with the players and stuff. Um, the goat got his fourth ring. Yes, sir. Clippers got exposed. Um, yes, sir. The lemon pepper loo thing happened. Um, the Pelicans shrinked even when the NBA gave them the easiest path to play Looks games. Not, they got whooped by Jimmy Butler. And, you know, the Heat's magical run in there, too. All fun. Um, my second is the Titans' miracle run in the 2019-2020 playoffs. On November 3rd, 2019, the Tennessee Titans fell to 4-5. They would sub in Ryan Tannehill and go 5-2 and two to finish the season behind the monster of a man, Derrick Henry. They would then take down the Patriots' dynasty in the wildcard round, the 14-2 and two big trust fraud Baltimore Ravens, an absolute bloodbath in Baltimore. And then they would just end up short in the conference championship. But um, it was entertaining seeing Derrick Henry, Henry run over people and absolutely destroy grown men in the playoffs. And then um, something a little personal to me. Like Earl Thomas. What? Earl Thomas sucks. No one likes him. Um, Something personal to me was um, the five-week period to start the NFL season where Russell and then the Monstars took his talent. Um, Don't know what happened still, but um, yeah. The monster. Yeah, you know, from Space Jam. Yeah, I know, I know. I know the reference. But... Yeah. That was fun. Uh, you know, it's fun having a good defense, but it was somewhat endearing every week coming down to the final play in the shootout. You know, I did enjoy that, actually. It was yeah. kind of endearing, you know. It was like, we're never safe. You always got to be on the tip of your toes. So... Lots of fun moments in that stretch. The Cam Newton stop at the goal line. PK dropping the ball against the Cowboys. Um, lots of fun moments in there. So, yeah. Caleb had another thing he wanted to share. He had it pre-prime. For some reason. 
I did. Kobe Steph. Right. The opposite. Oh, um, yeah. Um, this wasn't actually my favorite, but you know, it's one of those things that I feel like oh, nice. it's important to note. Um, Kobe's death was like a big thing in a lot of people's lives, <laughs> and you know, a lot of people oh, sad God. about it. So I feel like that was important to note as well from 2020. Okay. Happy New Year. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we have an idea for who our first guest will be. If you're still listening, congratulations. Um, we have a good idea who it will be. We're going to reach out to that person very soon. Um, Expeditiously. Yeah. Um, their first name starts with Bra and ends with 80. Um, you know, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you. The yeah. six people. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Maria, we are going to discontinue Spotify. Uh, not Spotify. We can do that. We're going to discontinue SoundCloud, using SoundCloud. And YouTube. YouTube. The YouTube thing. Um, to get only four views and put in two hours of work on a video just didn't seem worth it more. All right, let's wrap this up. Spotify got no views. So um, thank you guys for listening. Have a happy new year and God.